0: Are you ready to go higher in the Lord? Well, hello and welcome to A New Level Awaits You. I am your host, Lois Bluelling. We all desire spiritual growth, but do not always know where to begin. On A New Level Awaits You, we provide steps to guide you into your divine assignment and reach greater levels of greatness in the Lord. New levels include receiving dreams and visions, more intimacy on a daily basis, deeper levels of understanding the Word of God, and experiencing God encounters that will change your life. Get inspired by stories of those who have had life-changing encounters with the Lord. Expect to receive and believe for everything God has promised you. Using biblical strategies and revelation, you will begin to soar above every obstacle so that you can reach new levels of anointing, authority, spiritual encounters, and be able to enter into your divine assignment. You will grow in your faith, grow in your anointing and intimacy, and learn how to walk in greater freedom. But most importantly, a warrior spirit will arise within you as you step up in faith and determination to advance the kingdom of God. So get ready to go from glory to glory for new levels await you. Well, today we're going to be talking about the comparison trap. I've noticed this more and more, even in my own life, as well as other people that I talk to. Have you realized how much You focus in and compare yourself with those that are around you, maybe in the way they look, the way they act, maybe how they present, the platforms that they're on, or perhaps um, the positions that they're taking in their job, in your job, or even in, in your ministry. And so, we can get stuck in this trap of comparing ourselves with other people. And what happens is we also get stuck into some major wrong thinking. Comparison is one of the major ways that the enemy uses to distract us from not just pursuing our own destiny, but also from entering into any aspects of what the Lord has created specifically for us. Comparison actually wastes our time. You know, you don't realize sometimes how often it will distract us, it will take us away, and we go down this path and it just consumes our time in our thinking around comparing ourselves with other people. It draws our attention toward our weaknesses. Did you understand that? It will draw your attention towards your weaknesses. Instead of focusing on what that is good about us, our strengths, our anointings. In fact, we find that our thinking goes so down the other path that before we know it, we're looking through this lens of weakness instead of our own strengths. And when we look at the lens of weakness, what we're actually focusing on is all the strengths of everybody else. We're not seeing any of their weaknesses. We're only looking at ours. All we ever see in them is their strengths. But they have weaknesses too because none of us are perfect, are we? All of us have our strengths. All of us have our weaknesses. But in truth, what's happening, it destroys reality. The reality of our own gifts, the reality of what we offer, our talents, our expertise, it, it distorts the reality of the assignments that God has given us because we're always looking to what other people are doing. And what also I noticed that it distorts the reality of is that all the help that God has put around us to help us in that assignment, or the support that we have around us. Because the only thing we can really see is the false reality that comparison exposes. For some of us, it shuts us down completely. So, you know, we don't even, we don't even try. We second guess every single move we make. um, And it really will either shut us down completely, or For others, it will slow us down and every progress we make comes in very minor, small steps because we're constantly wondering what the others are doing, how they're doing this. You know, it's always good to get help in the sense of direction and guidance and and learning some skills and so forth. But what I'm talking about is when we constantly compare ourselves, it's going to slow us right down. Some of us actually will become quite arrogant, and you know what happens? They start to begin to push through their insecurities, and they protect themselves by constantly make becoming defensive. They make defensive moves. They make uh, verbally defensive remarks. And all of it is to put others down. But it's only coming out of their insecurities. It's a false arrogance. It's a false pride that they take on so that they can feel better about themselves. See, they put down other people's success and they they don't know how to be happy for other people. And it's causing them to try to elevate their own and not living in True reality. You know, however we respond, it becomes a trap. That's what it is. It's a trap that, that cages us in. It cages us into wrong thinking and wrong behavior. You know, Teddy Roosevelt made this statement. He said, Comparison is a thief of joy, and that's exactly what it is. It takes away the joy of of who we are, what God wants to do in our lives, the assignments that he's given us, because when we have the joy of being in that true assignment, wow, it is wonderful, it's peaceful, it's fun, it's exciting. But that comparison will take away and remove that joy. You know, in the story of Cain and Abel in Genesis 4, 2 through 8, Cain's offering was not acceptable to the Lord. Abel's offering was acceptable. Well, God came to Cain and he spoke to him and he asked him, he said, Cain, why are you so angry and downcast? Because I told you that your offering was not acceptable. And, you know, when Cain just responded out of this. He he just had this anger, this, this sadness, this depression. It was like he was just living into that comparison. Well, you accepted Abel's, but you couldn't accept mine. And yet I believe that Cain knew the difference. He just didn't want to accept it. When God asked this question, He wasn't putting Cain down, I don't believe. When I read it, that's not what I read. I read it as God, out of a loving heart, came to him and said, Cain, why are you so upset? You know what the acceptable offering is. Why don't you do what is right? And this is what he said to him. He he knew that Cain's attitude was wrong. He said, if you do what is right, will you not be accepted? If you get out of this comparison trap, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you but you must rule over it. Now, there's so much, so much in this particular piece. And what I really feel is that God is speaking to us today about this because there is so much comparison. There's a battle out there today. You know, there's, we just have to, seems to fight for everything. But when we focus on our own offerings, our own giftings, our own assignments, and not into enter into any kind of comparison at all. We'll do what's right. God said, "If we do what we know is right, all that we do will be acceptable." We need to focus not on others. We need to focus on what God who we are, God, what God says who we are, and what we're to do. Because when we focus on others, you know what happens. Anger sets in. Depression sets in. Envy sets in. Jealousy sets in. And when we do things out of these moods, what results is unacceptable actions, and God sees it. Sometimes, have you ever noticed when you've been really jealous, really envying, you know, when you compare and you wonder why you're not on this particular platform that, you know, you're working so hard, you're doing all this, you're not in positions that you think you should be in, what happens is sin is crouching at your door. And what happens is it takes our focus often what God is telling us to do and onto all the wrong things. Cain, he didn't listen to God. He did not look at what God was saying to him about making the acceptable offering. He only looked at the fact that his brother was accepted and he was not. This comparison and jealousy thing, whether it's within siblings, uh, whether it's within uh, family lines, whether it's in co-workers or people that you work with in ministry. We're always looking at comparison, and it needs to stop. See, what Cain did, what really upset me, I think, and I think it should upset all of us, is that he decided to eliminate his competition. And he did not want to do anything about his own sinfulness. Now, let's think about this. How many times have you have been backstabbed, made, have false accusations said over you? How many times have lies been spoken when people have wanted your position, jealous of your gifting, they would say things against you, your ministry, your at the workforce, you know, wherever it is. What is happening here is that we're not looking at our own sinfulness. We're looking through the eyes of comparison and jealousy. And we allowed, you know, that to grow, to expand. And sadly, what happens is Cain killed his brother. Now he physically killed him. And today that's happening, but also what's happening is that we kill what's in other people, their positions. We try to kill them so that they don't even want to go to church anymore. They don't want to be a part of all, any of this because they see the, the anger, the hatred, the judgment, all of this stuff that is going on. But unfortunately, what happened is Cain suffered the consequences of his actions. Well, I should say his thoughts and his actions. Because if he had taken control and ruled over his thoughts, he would have been able to rule over his actions. And his consequences was he was driven from the land that he loved. He was driven from that gifting of being a farmer that was fruitful into the crops were not going to be as plentiful. It was going to be a burden to do that. He was consequently suffering because he then was hidden from God's presence. He was hidden and removed from God's covering. Sadly, isn't it? And this is what happens. We don't recognize what what is happening and why we can't get into that intimacy with the Lord. Why have we lost our covering with the Lord? And what also happened with Cain is he became a restless wanderer. And I wonder today, isn't that some of what's going on where people are moving from church to church, to job to job, program to program? I mean, it is, con- they're just restless. They can never find any satisfaction because they have not dealt with that trap of comparison and jealousy. They've never really settled into being satisfied with what God has given them, who God says they are. And so we want to be um, not like Cain who says, Oh Lord, this is more than I can even bear. But I hear that from a lot of people today. This is more than I I can ever bear. See, his joy was removed from him. And our joy is being removed from us today. But Cain had a choice and so do we. We either rule over that spirit of comparison and jealousy or it's going to rule over us. See, comparison kills confidence. And when we find our confidence in somebody else's approval, it weakens our ability to accomplish what we were designed to do. We each were chosen for our own journeys, our own God-given purposes and we're not supposed to be going into what somebody else's journey looks like. It looks like ours. We cannot under you know estimate what God can do. We we have to receive our confidence from the Lord in what he's calling us to do. I heard somebody say that God has a place at the table for every single one of us. And I, that just resonated for me. Whether you're writing a book, whether you have a position, whether you have a job, whatever it is, what that means is God has a place for you, no matter what that platform looks like, no matter what the influence is, you're influencing people, whether it looks small in your eyes or not, God has a place at the table for you. But what happens is in this comparison, because what what happens is it breeds complacency so that we lose sight of where we originally were going to go to, that plan that God had for us, and what we can actually accomplish. So don't become complacent. Just keep on going. Keep on fighting. Keep on rising up and influencing your circle, in the best way that God has for you. But here's the other thing with comparison. It creates contempt. Now this story of Esau and Jacob in Genesis 25, 29 through 34. You know, Esau was deceived by Jacob. And he was deceived so he lost his birthright. He lost a blessing. And he held such contempt towards Jacob. See, you can hear Jacob's—excuse uh, me—you can hear Esau's heart as he pleaded with his father for a blessing. But then the contempt and the hatred took over his life, and Esau wanted to kill Jacob. He wanted to kill his own brother. Now, comparison you know, exist on many different levels. This is a different level. In this case, Jacob and his mother wanted what was due Esau. And they chose deception as the path to get what they want. And you know, when I look at all of this, that's a path that many are taking today. They are taking the path of deception to get where they want to go, to do what they want and get it. See, this was true for Joseph and his brothers, too. Joseph was favored by his father. In fact, Joseph kind of flaunted these majestic dreams of his, of him ruling over his brothers. And what resulted in all of that was, again, anger, hatred, deception, and attempts to destroy a life. We have to learn some lessons from all of this. Because comparison is not a good thing to get into, as many of you probably know and have experienced. So what lessons can we learn? Well, number one, choose to rule over that sin of comparison, envy, jealousy, because I will tell you, it it will destroy you if you're not careful. And if it begins to rule over you, take charge over it. Take charge over it. You decide to rule over that thing instead of that ruling over you. Stay focused. This is another lesson. Stay focused on your own own reality, your gifts, your anointing, that assignment. And don't allow false reality that is coming in through comparison. It's not true. Things may look a certain way but it never is really the bottom line truth. See, our confidence is in the Lord. And when we remain in Him, comparison has less of a pull on us. We keep joy in knowing that what we're doing is pleasing in God's eyes. You know, the other thing, a lesson from all of this is that we will suffer the consequences of our actions. So we need to replace depression, uh, excuse me, replace deception with truth, hatred with love, and depression with contentment and joy. Comparison will take you away from being grateful. So make it a habit to remain thankful for what God has given you and how he is working through you. Comparison is an ugly giant that wants to remove your godly influence and stop you from completing what God has designed for you. Don't allow it to grow in your life. Instead, let's take charge over this. Let's rule it. So, Lord God, I just pray today that as you uh, speak to every individual, that you will speak uh, to them the areas in which uh, they are comparing themselves with other people. Lord God, I pray that as you convict them of that, that it will, it will grip them, and that Lord God, you will replace it and show them the truth around who they are, who you designed them to be, their God-given purpose and calling it in in All that they are doing. Lord God, I pray today that Jesus as the Holy Spirit touches them. As the Holy Spirit just kind of falls on them, Lord God, that the truth will come forth. And that you will whisper in their ear or shout it loudly, Lord, the very truth that you want them to hear. Because I know that you are raising up many leaders today. And that, Lord God, that you are calling people. back into their true identity. Lord God, just as you did with these different people, you know, that I've talked about today, Joseph, you turned him around, you brought him back to his senses, and he did fulfill the calling that he had on his life. Lord God, Jacob and Esau, and Lord God, in, in these, Lord, let Jacob as he wrestled with with you lord god and he came to some senses around who he was Lord, let us wrestle with you as well in all that we're doing here so that we can rise up and go to another level of serving you, another level of being intimate with you, another level, Lord God, of walking with you, another level, Lord God, of of how we see ourselves and that it is the truth. Yes, Lord. And we thank you, Jesus. Lord God, I I just sense that there is somebody, maybe more than one, but I'm sensing this that that you're sitting on the couch and you're very very discouraged. In fact, that you're having a hard time getting off the couch. And so I want to speak to your spirit right now. And I say, spirit, rise up. Rise up. Let the truth come forth. Let your abilities come forth. Let your identity come forth. And and Lord, I pray right now that you will send your ministering angels to those individuals that feel so discouraged in life that they don't see who they are. They don't see what they can accomplish. They don't understand the truth around their abilities and that you will pull them up off in the couch and that Lord God, you will set their feet on the solid rock of Jesus Christ in believing all that he has for them. Go forth, the Lord says, go forth in my calling Go forth in my identity of you. For I have much that I want to do through my body, through my people. And even if, I hear the Lord saying this, and even if you have turned away from me for a season, I'm calling you back today to enter into my goodness the things that I have specifically for you. So Lord God, I thank you for this message today. I thank you that you're pulling all of us out of this comparison trap. You've opened up the doors. We can walk out freely and we have the freedom, Lord God, to be who you have said we are in your precious name. Amen excited about where God takes you in our journey together. I truly believe great exploits await you. Visit my website loisdwelling.com for books, blogs, and messages to reach your new level in the Lord. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. If you enjoyed today's episode, Please subscribe, rate, or review the show on iTunes, cpnshows.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel and grow the kingdom of God.